previously on On Call. My favorite one is the story spine. The one from Pixar. This is a technique that they literally use in Pixar to come up with new stories to animate. We've had interesting stories come out of the story spine. Let's do one. If you really do want to hear a Pixar story spine, we'll save that for the next, next. episode. <laughs> <laughs> and now, here it is. Hey everybody and welcome to On Call with Justin, Jacko, Danny, and Inka. On Call with Justin, Jacko, Danny, and Inka. <laughs> the time is now upon us. The time is now upon us, Daniel. You have been waiting for this for a whole week. But for us, it was only a whole Minuet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. so we're going to do the Pixar story spine finally. Lol. At this point, you may have Googled it. In that case, good for you. You're still not going to know what we're going to say. Because we're going to do it in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's like literally like four minutes long. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do the story spine. Again, this is used by Pixar when they want to come up with new ideas for characters, new ideas for storylines, etc. Then they'll use this formula and they'll riff. It's basically an improv game now. I don't know where it started actually, but I just know that it's that it's Pixar. used a lot in Pixar. Yeah, like, I don't know. No, I mean, I'm wondering like who in Pixar thought, hey, let's make this as the formula, the Pixar story spine. Or did they one time have this improv workshop at Pixar and they're like, hey, you know what you guys right. do? do once upon a time, whatever. Like which I mean, one it, came first? The Pixar exercise or was mm, it an improv thing? Chicken of the I mean, it's called yeah. Pixar story spine. I, I mean, that's what we call it in the Philippines. I don't know what they call it. In, in, Pixar. in Pixar, they just call it story <laughs> spine. Story spine, yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like French fries or just fries in France. In uh, French. In France. So the formula is... Pixar Story Spine formula is, it starts off with once upon a time there was, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then the next person says, and every day, and then adds to that. And again, and every day, and every day, and every day. And then it goes as long as you can, and every day. And then after that, somebody says, until one day, et cetera, et cetera. And then the next person adds, and because of that, and because of that, and because of that, and because of that, or maybe because of that is the one that's a lot. And then and every day is just two. No, I think both can be. Either one. I think right? both. I think both Either can one. be a lot. And, um, and but... because of that, and because of that. And then once we're done, exhausting, and because of that, somebody adds, until finally, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And then after until finally, someone closes the story with, and the moral of the story is yada, yada, yada. Yeah. There you go. And before we begin, I just want to give you another cliffhanger, <laughs> right? Because I did mention in the last episode how this particular thing, Picture Story Spine, was mentioned in a book, an audiobook that I recently read. Shout out then Palato Marco who referred the book to me. So there's this <laughs> excerpt that I want to share from the audiobook. Because Justin was saying that, sino kaya nag 
Oh, okay. Uh, it's not the answer to that. <laughs> In case that's what oh, you're talking about. It's more of just like how great ideas are made. So here goes nothing. So great ideas are often birthed by a group of creative individuals, artists, curators, thinkers, theorists, and taste makers who make an ecology of talent. If you look back closely at history, many of these people who we think as a lone genius were actually part of a whole scene of people who are supporting each other, looking at each other's work, copying from each other, stealing ideas and contributing ideas. Seeness doesn't take away from the achievements of great individuals. It just acknowledges that the good work isn't created in a vacuum. And that creativity is always, in some sense, a collaboration. The result of a mind connected to other minds. That's nice. I like that. Okay. So this is not a result of just one person, probably. It's probably like a connection. It's a collaboration. collaboration. Yeah. 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 That was the guy who worked for Pixar who thought of it. It's like, curse you, Pixar! <laughs> we could okay. just do it next week. <laughs> Good night. See you guys. So we said okay. a couple of ground rules. Do not be bound. No, follow the rules. But do not be bound by regular thinking. Think outside the box. Be fantastical. Be hysterical if you want to. Be emotional if you want to. And just go for it. Let's make it as colorful as possible. But definitely, you know, do what you want. Okay? Cohesive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, just do what you want. All right. Let's see. Who wants to start? There are no rules. This Danny, time... you start. Uh-huh. Yes. So, so choose who you're going to pass it to also afterwards. All right? All right. So here we go. Um, once upon a time, there was a laptop. Justin. Can you add? Can you? <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's another thing. Huh? <laughs> you want to give, give more context? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Like, so every time, okay, okay, every time okay, you okay, give okay. a description or whatever, okay. it isn't just like a little thing. It's okay, yeah. an improv you call it an offer. Yeah. You make it a strong right, offer. Right. Yeah. Okay. Tell a story. Once upon a time, there was a black laptop. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, more, pa, more. Okay. No, you could, you could even change it. If you're, like, just change it. That's not good laptop. That's okay, like, okay. We, we wanna... Can you like? Can you, once upon a time, there was a laptop who belonged to the fiercest dragon yes. in all the. It was like, something oh, like oh, that. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, exactly. Okay, okay. But, but yeah, but definitely so, a dragon won't something. have a laptop. So. Okay, okay. I know we said out of the box, but let's start in the box and then no, let's kind of no, no box. <laughs> all right, all right. There is okay. no box. <laughs> there is uh, no box. What's in the box? Okay, all right. Once upon a time, there was this rich billionaire that decided to let go of everything he owned to live a simple life in the countryside and start building a homestead. Nice. Start building a what? Homestead. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. Homestead. homestead? It's basically a off-grid location that's self-sustaining with a farm. All right. So next is and every day. And every day, he looked outside the window and thought about the endless possibilities of what he could do with his homestead. And yet, he was very daunted by the idea of having to do physical work. Inca. Mm. Ah. 
And every day, he thought back to his old life as a billionaire and remembered all the servants that he had, all the people working under him, and the sweet, sweet freedom of not ever lifting a finger because there was no need. He just had to send money and things were done. Jaco. Until one day, he decided, you know what? I think I want to get that life back. But where do I start? Do I look for people? Do I put out an ad? Okay, I forget where I'm going with this. Go, okay. go, just keep going. Until one day, he realized, I wanted to go back to this life. So he walked he walked all the way back into the city, trying to look for people to work for him again. But this time, he had nothing to offer because he already gave up everything. Mm. Danny. So now it's end because of that. And because of that, he tried to use what he already knew and started from the bottom again. Now we're here. (laughs) (laughs) He built his first billion dollar business in the industry of potato farming. Hmm. And it was a business that he built on that was a family legacy. But he remembers what his forefathers have taught him. And so he decided, I may not have anything to offer, but I do have land. And potatoes. And because of that, Jacko. Wait, you know what? I think we I think we should start over. I think like we're adding too much, Naman. Okay? We're adding too much right. this time. You know, I just remembered a rule that we had established before. Nothing about business. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> because they always ended up being about business, yeah. What if we do it again? <laughs> Justin, why don't you start it off? But now everyone's go. like, but what happened to the potato farm? Well, 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 and because of that, he offered them, he offered each and every person that he met along the way a piece of his homestead. And he ended up getting 20 people. So he divided his own property into 20 plots of land to give as an offering to these 20 individuals that he met in that journey of trying to get more people to work for him. Justin. All right. (laughs) 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 And because of that, these workers were very happy that they are now landowners. Mm -hmm. And they were like, where can we find more men like this man who would give us land? Inca. And because of that, they decided to be blindly loyal to this man. Mm. And this man started to see that, ah, I can take advantage of this blind loyalty. Mm. Dangling the plots of land in front of them, like dangling carrots in front of donkeys, he worked them to the bone. Danny. Mm. And because of that work, he realized that each of them had different proficiencies in different tasks. 
He recorded a catalog of who was good at farming, <laughs> who was good at fishing. Jaco. <laughs> and because of that, he worked them even harder because he was like, all right, this is working. I'm seeing my wealth come back. And because of that, the workers started to realize that, hey, wait a minute. Why is he being so hard on us? Wherein, in reality, each of us own more land combined than it is that he owns us. Mm. Justin. And because of that, the 20 workers found 20 shovels, all came together, dug up some piece of land, counted three, two, one, and then they catapulted the dirt onto his face and they said, screw you, owner. <laughs> We own the land. <laughs> you think we are fools? <laughs> you think we are fools? The you makings. answer to us now. This is the makings of a fine Pixar story indeed. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, that uprising of the 20 workers, he realized that, oh no, I gave them more power than I thought I would get back mm. of them working for me. And he got his shovel, dug his side of the land, and threw it back at them. <laughs> and they go like, you work for me. With a caking <laughs> soil in his face. Right. You work for me, not the other way around. I own you guys. Inca. Until finally, the original owner realized I didn't draw up contracts. <laughs> good save. Oh good save. <laughs> and I had given them the land even before they finished the work. Ayun lang. <laughs> Danny. And the moral of the story is have a moa. <laughs> have a mall of Asia. <laughs> this is the moral of the story. Uh, doesn't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone? <laughs> what? Someone else just Oh my gosh. <laughs> and this is why this is behind the scenes most of the time. No, you know what? Usually <laughs> Screw it's your Hawthorne Screw thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think that's like no pressure, Tyler, dude. <laughs> this is the worst story <laughs> like we've ever done. <laughs> More ground rules, all right? So... Once upon a time, there was blank. You're setting the stage, right? The premise, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, the stage. Okay. And every day, blank. So that you're showing that like, all right, our main character, this is what he's like. And then until finally, or until one day, this is the shift in that person's life. Yeah. So you, you can have, actually apply story spine to all, all existing <clears throat> stories. So that's the formula we're looking for, right? Once upon a time, there was this character. This character was this way. Every day, every day, and, every day and that just paints the picture of that character More so that the solidly. audience understands who this character is, mm -hmm. characteristics, mm -hmm. personality, all these things. Until mm -hmm. one day, a life-changing event happens. So the four of us, right? We're the ones playing. We have to keep that in mind. Where did we start? What was the big shift? Where is this going? What's the moral of the story after that? The problem that we had, Kanina, was so once upon a time, there was palang around there na may until one day na siguro. 
And there was another shift, right? Like I think the dude, the businessman, he went to the countryside, he sold everything. And then he realized he missed his old life. So he went back. And then we kind of went on this path where we're starting a new story <laughs> as opposed <laughs> to finishing the first story. Yeah, um, actually. So let's, let's try to keep it at that. One story arc at a time. Or maybe two max, right? Let's try that again. Take two. Once upon a time, there was an impenetrable wall that the people of China <laughs> looked upon <laughs> with, with great wonder and delight. Jaco. And every day they would go to the wall and wonder, what is beyond this wall? <laughs> Inca. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> and every day they worshipped the wall because it was believed that in ancient times the wall was once a dragon. Are we just doing the Attack on Titan story? But no, no, instead no, come of on, like, come on, let's go, let's go. But Mulan. But <laughs> Mulan. Yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> The Huns uh, are close. The Huns are close. Huns. Huns. Until one day, the Huns. You ruined it, Justin. You implanted the thought in my head. Just go, just go, just go. Go. Just go. Until one day, they noticed that the wall was getting shorter and shorter. Mm. But it wasn't because the wall was actually getting shorter. It was just that the land was growing higher and higher. Justin. <laughs> and because of that, the Huns found an opening. <laughs> and they thought to themselves, at the, rate, to at the rate of the wall shrinking, the Huns. descending in, into the land or the land ascending and engulfing the wall, at the rate that this wall is getting lower and lower, essentially. <laughs> essentially. We should, <laughs> it should take us approximately 304 days until we can scale this wall and take this land. Jaco. And because of that, they waited. The Huns, right? Yeah, they, the waited. Huns. <laughs> they waited. They waited. Just waited. in case it wasn't clear. <laughs> was waiting. And the people on the other Clarify side of the wall, the people on, while the people on the other side of the wall were like excited because they were like, what? We're going to find out what's beyond <laughs> yeah. this wall. For They're first about time. to die. <laughs> we don't know that yet. But it was death. <laughs> they, the Huns waited, and on the other side, people were excited to see what's beyond the wall. <laughs> a bunch of arrows. Danny. And because of that, they started to decorate the wall, or at least what they could reach. With <laughs> many... <laughs> With many colors. Of, At least one of, Because it's a tall wall, right? So, it's shrinking, man. Right? So, it's kind of futile, right? Because eventually the land would eat up their decorations. So, I guess, no, I mean, they were probably decorating around the wall, the land around the wall, in preparation for the celebration of the destination. 
Which is on the other side. Yes. Inca. <laughs> what was going on on the other side, Inca? And because of that, a priest from inside the walls... Inside the walls? ...surmised that maybe the walls aren't going down. Maybe we are just ascending into the heavens. Oh. Because the gods have started to call upon us. Mm. Ah, uh, Justin. And because of that, Ooh. the Huns killed the priest. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, they, whoa. And they said, oh, no, man. holy man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Don't give them hope. Jackal. They like- <laughs> <laughs> Huns and have be- zero chill. And because of that, the assassin hunt that was sent to kill the oh, priest there are inside the wall. Of huns? Yeah, because the assassin. Like, I mean, <laughs> the assassin. <hun. laughs> how do you have gotten it in the other side of the wall? So I'm just kind of tying up that story. Uh, so and because of that, the assassin group of huns that came in. Can someone animate this? And it went inside to kill the priest who was like figuring it all out. Went back saying, we killed the priest. <laughs> but in reality, they killed the wrong priest. There were more than oh. one priest? Whoa! They killed oh. the wrong priest. Priestception! Justin. And because of that, the right priest felt the urgency even more. Because the left priest has been killed. Yeah, basically, there were two yes! of them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, the other priest died, which means that the gods must really want us to feel that this is close to the end of time and that I must be more radical with my preaching. Mm-hmm. Inca. And because of that, the priest went around, the right priest went around (laughs) (laughs) and started telling everyone that we must celebrate even harder. So they started playing music, there were festivals, and then the Huns, who were still outside the wall, they heard the celebration and they were like, wow, they were really happy that we killed that priest. And because of that, they started thinking like, oh man, like maybe that wasn't a good idea. Maybe they know something that we don't know. Maybe they're preparing something. So they asked the assassin group that they sent in to kill the left priest. What happened? Like, what is going on? Like, it seemed like what you did didn't stop anything. And they were executed, by the way. And, and then, <laughs> wait, what? And, and, then, the and then they were assassinated by another group of. Uh, that's a whole side story. There's a side <laughs> story. No. And because of that, they were perplexed. The idea of why are they celebrating? They must know something that we don't. And that scared the hunts. That scared them. They, they were like, maybe we shouldn't cross that wall. Oh, okay. Maybe there's something there. Maybe there's something there. Danny. And because of that, they all came to conclusion. The Huns. Just in case case you're not following, by the way. That they should start to pack up and retreat before it's too late. (laughs) So they started to pack up their things and 
made their way back home, Justin. And because of that, really nothing because because the people of China had no idea that the huts were there. <laughs> to begin <laughs> with, some right? random arrow that uh, flew in and killed one of their priests. They don't know. Unbeknownst to them. It was a sign from God <laughs> that they should celebrate. So the Huns left. And because of that, <laughs> the people of China just went on their merry way for the next uh-huh. 303 days. All of that happened in a day? And at the end of the 303 days, the Huns looked back and saw that there was no more wall. And so they thought, this is the time to attack again. Maybe they're not singing anymore. Either way, the wall was gone and the Huns were like, there's something intriguing about this people. Maybe we should go check out what they got. They were like, show me what you got, Jackal. And because of that, they went back. They started charging full force. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> They just <laughs> charged back you know, on their horses and all that. Into this no wall, no defense kind of place. Inca. And because of that, a great noise was heard by the now wallless people of China. Mm. And because they didn't know what was happening on the outside, they thought, hey! They're celebrating <laughs> too! <laughs> <laughs> so they started cheering harder. So on one end, it was the Huns. <laughs> And on the other end, it was China. <laughs> <laughs> And because of that, the Huns because- got scared. Okay. Like, wow, they're really fierce. That's such a ferocious cheer, war cry that they have going on. I don't know if we can handle all of that. So the Huns <laughs> became intimidated by all of this shouting from the other side and kind of uh, lost their... Uh... <laughs> they retreated, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> They just were not <laughs> up for that attack anymore, Jacko. And because of that, the people inside the walls, well, there's no more walls. So the people on the other side of that <laughs> line of receded well, wall. Trapped underground now. No, no, they're not. No, they were <laughs> <laughs> rich enough. Bro, the wall's gone, bro. The wall's gone. They were like, wait, where are you going, friends? So they were like, let's go after yeah. them. So they all went like, ah! <laughs> chased after because they were cheering and they were so happy to see people join them because this was a big there were people outside the walls they were so happy they chased after the Huns who were running away Justin until finally the people caught up to the Huns uh huh and the Huns confronted them and said why why do you torment us so and the people were like What do you mean? We're excited to see you. We're reciprocating your excitement. (laughs) (laughs) And so here we are. We haven't seen other people apart from our own people in the longest time. And here you are. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Let's be friends. And both people then realized that they had spent almost a year 
figuring out what to do. And now here they were, not knowing what to do still. Jacko. And the moral of the story is, you know, like... <laughs> no, no, no. And the moral of the story is, in every story, there are two sides. Uh, and, uh, and, and the misunderstanding of one and of both sides creates all the chaos in the world. Wow, I like that. That's nice. I would have gone with ignorance is bliss. <laughs> no, and the moral just, just, of the story Justin is... Justin ended with like, and they didn't know what to do. And I was like, oh, shoot. All right. And, I was like, uh, <laughs> and the moral of the story is there are two sides. The left priest and the right, the right. The right I, lo- I love how the, there was still a killed priest and they didn't know and now I'm like what's the backstory of that priest no actually you know what the moral of that no, the moral of my side story they all died by the way but you don't worry about that that's not what we're talking about right now I imagine this being a Pixar story now oh imagine. my gosh reimagining of how the great wall was what, built what did Jaco say what were the first words when he was like and the moral of the, the story, moral is, the story is. I think he was like, <laughs> well, you, you know. know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. Looking uh, back, the moral of the story is everything stems from misunderstanding another side. Love it. And basically, the intent. As one side was just intending to be happy and party and, and all that because they were excited. The other side was intending to attack. Conquer. But then... Even in battle, they were having a misunderstanding. Oh no, they're celebrating. Oh no, they're attacking us. They didn't know. And that's the world now. Like, we don't know. We're too busy getting on each other and just feeling that something Mm -hmm. is happening on one end or not knowing what is happening. Ignorance is bliss. I guess it's for one side. And Mm -hmm. the other side is, we don't know what's out there, but we're going to conquer it. But then they get distraught and whatever. So yeah, I think I think that's, that's a, I don't know, really. I think you we're attract just as more clueless as them. You attract more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. I have no idea why yes. we are... Yes. <laughs> why you would try to attract them with vinegar, I guess. That story's fine. I mean... I Man. guess there's something there. That's, okay. No, that's pretty cool, Jaco, I have to say. Because like, cause yeah. at the start, I was like, yo, the Huns are about to attack. This is it. Let's freaking land this thing. But Sabini Danny, they were intimidated. <laughs> and then they decided, oh, let's retreat. Yeah. So, what? It's like, what? Not Push very Han-like. So, yeah, that's one thing. But I was like, okay, wow. That was like, these are the most indecisive ones <laughs> I've ever like, heard of. Ah, oh, ah, gosh. Ah, <laughs> exactly. Ah, you know what? If, if, we you're, need to, if you're listening right and now. And you're an animator, please. <laughs> no, I mean, other than that, if you're listening to this podcast right now, and for some reason you've reached this point of the podcast, and you're entertained with the story, how would you have written that story? Mm-hmm. You can email us at oncallwithjjd at gmail.com. Email us your version of the story. You know, yeah. just a short version of the story. I mean, we'd yes. like to hear it. Yeah. We would like I, to hear I, the following. Number one, exactly how did the left priest die? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and number two, what is the side story? The and side why side? did they all die? How did they all die? <laughs> the assassin group, okay, the assassin that was group. sent over. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because um, Justin was like, the priest was killed. And I was like, uh-oh. wait. 
how did they enter? Because they were on the other side of us. So they had an uh, assassin group climb over the wall first. You know, scouts. Is it a group or just one person? Oh, we don't know. Maybe it's a group of like two or three. No, I think I think it was like a group of like three. Let uh, us know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> Email us. Also, let us know what was the scientific explanation of the wall disappearing? What are your fan theories? What happened to the wall? Erosion. What happened to the wall? Erosion. <laughs> I want to see Erosion. a fan fiction of this. Erosion. I mean, Erosion. I wanted to see a dragon. I thought the end part oh, was yeah. going to be like... The dragon comes out of the wall, no? That's yeah, in my swear. head. Like, if, came, if, if it were yeah. thrown back to me at that time, I would have been like, the noise from both sides... Woke up the dragon. dragon. Woke up a dragon. Oh, boy. And the dragon was like, what is up? What the hell? But then, a dragon get any sleep? He was like, he was yelling at them, like, I'm trying to sleep, guys. I've been sleeping for thousands of years, and you guys are so noisy. Because, I mean, imagine these are. What is this? These are two civilizations, kind of, on their peak noise. Just shouting. Let's let's party harder. And the other one is like, ah. And the dragon woke up. But because no one can understand dragon like the dragon was like breathing fire on all sides and, that's the way they spoke dragon I guess dragon was just yeah. like what yeah. is he doing <laughs> but like to the people the he's like <laughs> yeah fire morse code and he ended up killing everyone you know the dragon ended up killing everyone until finally there was no one left but charred land and a dragon who's awake who didn't want to wake up and the moral of the story is like never tickle a sleeping dragon never tickle a sleeping dragon the dragon that's the hogwarts school motto oh yeah is it yeah never Never tickle tickle a sleeping sleeping dragon dragon draco dormains nunquam titillandus that's what it says on the Hogwarts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you said tit. <laughs> That's all I heard. That's how I would have ended it. The noise of the two sides. Because I thought it got interesting. All right. Just to read. It was. Right? It was very interesting. I Once liked upon that. a I time, there was, you know, obviously there's... The Huns! The Huns. <laughs> I, I also like that, like, every now and then, when it's Jocko's turn to say, and because of that, he'll add another, and because of that, his own, and because <laughs> of that. Enough. It, it's not enough. I guess it's also, like... <laughs> producer mentality i'm like wait 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 we gotta bring it back and that's why like when we do play these games i'm always like all right let's get the climax of the story in like Mm. yeah that's why in my head i was like the dragon was something that we put in the beginning yeah that would be a cool thing yeah that's a scene there about that when the wall receded yeah (laughs) it was actually a tomb Mm. And and they weren't rising. It was the dragon that was rising from yes. underneath. Like that was the at least in my head. Yeah, the me too, uh, me too. Actually, yeah. that's what I was thinking right? too. So it's yeah. kind of like a lever, and the the, the more yeah. it was going down. I mean, I guess the side story with the assassins, we'd never know. But yeah, they were executed. <laughs> but that was that was funny priest, though. Uh, who changed the priest? Was it Daniel? Oh or? wait, you just said the right <laughs> priest. I was like, wait, lang kung my right, then my left. No, what I added was they killed the wrong priest. Because in my head, I was like, wait, they killed the priest. And I think your story just was like, he figured out that something's wrong and he was going to tell them something. And so they killed the priest. And I was like, wait, that was a good plot line that like he's going to break this monotony. Oh, well, 
to them, it's like their celebration. He's gonna tell them something. So wait, we can't kill that priest because now it's just gonna go uh, down and, and that. So I was like, no, no, no. They killed the wrong priest just so that there's still that no, kind of nuance. Nah, there's yeah, some guy who's gets, telling gets, them something gets. different. Uh, and then it was weird that when he got out, he told them to celebrate more. I know. <laughs> and I was like, no, I kept him alive so they can like prepare. You know, in my head, maybe prepare for an attack. A big, big rejoice <laughs> rejoice and his idea. celebrate harder but that's the fun part about improv right like yeah, yeah the, you'll never know you have your own vision for where it's gonna go <laughs> yeah and then someone takes it on a totally different path or whatever <laughs> but you're left with i have to follow it up yeah yeah like we hmm. just have exactly. to see where it goes yeah it's fun so for us as like a talk show podcast i guess that's a principle that always works. It's someone says something, let's say, I don't know, a minute in, and maybe we don't talk about that at all, like the dragon or whatever. And then on the 40th minute of our conversation, all of a sudden we can you talk about it, it again. It's like, yeah. you're listening and then you're, you're incorporating everything into one big cohesive story. Yeah. It's like when stand-up comics make a joke in the first third or the second third of their set and then they bring it back for the oh, closing. For sure. mm-hmm. I love when they do that. <laughs> yeah, and, and, then, and I think what's great about it also is you have to be on your toes. That's what's fun about doing these games before you actually go on air. So if you're a group of people, you're doing it in class, you're trying to do an icebreaker, especially now that we're in like Zoom times, right? Like it's fun to do something like this, like a story spine. And you might not come up with the greatest story of all time. You might not come up with like Toy Story, but it's a good exercise in terms of just having the communication chain keep going and growing and who knows and there are times when we're all going like ooh that was a good twist yeah like wow I I imagine this would like if we actually went through with us drinking again tonight that would have been a fun thing to play too like kind of if you like this episode we could always do it again I would want to crack at like an A game story spine. Like, can we like, do that for the live? I want to drink and then do story spine for no, the we live. Can. That'd be fun. We can definitely. Sure. Why not? Because I think with Pixar, I, I don't think they just go on like, hey, we're gonna do once upon a time there was a this and then they go back. I'm pretty sure they have like, all right, we have the basic plot line, and then like from there, that's how we build. It yeah. probably starts with a character. What I think they do is. They do several story spines because it's like a, a crazy exercise, yeah. brainstorming exercise. Eh? So like you get all these fun twists and ideas and then you'd be like, oh, maybe like the twist in the first story. What if we apply that to the characters in the third story? That's what yeah. I imagine happens. No, no, no. I yeah, agree. I do agree. Like and I mean, it's kind of like afterwards. Then you chime in certain ideas, yeah. right? Like yeah. For example, with me, it's like, oh, you know what would have been cool is if in this part of the story, the dragon came out instead of like them <laughs> chasing back after. <laughs> and then you can start rearranging everything. Yeah. You know where yeah. you started. And also the moral is so good. I mean, if you're writing a Pixar story, there has to be a moral. Yeah, That's probably something like that a they really think about. For Pixar, it's like, yeah, it's a great, exciting story. It has a pretty compelling premise and it has a lesson to be learned. 
So, I mean, right. there you go. Big so, give it a time. try yourselves, guys. Uh, <laughs> Let us grab know your you friends. Think. Also, if you're wondering what book I was quoting, it's Show Your Work by Austin Keelon. I thought they were going to go Hawthorne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, and we'll also be posting the formula of the story spine in the description here and on our podcast. So if you guys want to read along and play along, you can use it. Feel free. And yeah, let us know how that goes. Send us your stories. It's oncallwithjjd at gmail.com. Or you can just tag us online on Instagram, etc. It's at oncallwithjjdi on Instagram and Facebook. Twitter, we're coming for you. And where was Mulan? <laughs>